Hey, girl. Hello. I'm so sorry about earlier. Oh, no problem. It took me about I, five minutes to figure it out. <laughs> I put it um, in my time instead of Eastern time. Oh. <laughs> Normally, Becky catches that stuff. She's my she's my checker, but no worries. Um, yeah. So I love that you're early. Good <laughs> job. Um, so I guess we're just waiting on Daisy. Look what I got today. I, I figured it out. Yay! <laughs> hey, John, will you check the mail for me? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thanks. And I was able to do the first, um, uh, video video mm -hmm. nice with the circles um the rectangles the limit limiting belief oh that one okay cool 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 i've my, i had a brain fart for a minute and i thought i'd give you a different assignment nope <laughs> what'd you think what happened um, it made me cry <laughs> so good um, did you at the end did you feel like complete like you you went all the way through like the bad and the good and like it kind of I don't want to say resolved like it's over but resolved got to a point where like you understood it better um or no uh yeah yeah <laughs> bye cutie bye. Bye -bye. <laughs> she's gotta go to school two hours away today oh yeah if you don't mind sharing and i know it's kind of personal so maybe it's too personal to ask and it's okay too oh but no. like what was the belief oh basically was... yeah I, basically it boils down to feeling self feeling selfish basically mm. which is something that my mom always accused me of being um so that's why i cried <laughs> Anyway, I've been worried about that recently too. <laughs> I'm selfish. I get you. Also, I'm not. I just got off an appointment with my therapist and she always makes me cry. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, we be already. So you might shut me off. Sorry. Um, um, no. I, I know I'm not. I mean, I've raised four boys, you know. Um, I was a stay at home mom for. 15 years <laughs> before I ever really, really moved forward with anything I wanted to do, you know? So I don't know. It's not logical. It's, it's just deep in there. Right. So what, what was the, on the bottom right, mm -hmm. would you come, what, what was that statement that you wrote down? Um, it, well, it wasn't really a statement. It was more like, okay, like bullet points, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, more, mar more marketing would equal more sales. More time for self-care would make me healthier. <laughs> um, more time to explore and plan where to build and more time to save money to build without debt, basically, are the, like, the things that I came up with. And just from the... 
limited <laughs> amount of time that we have spent together. I feel like those are all things that are really important to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So when I made that video, how long ago was that? I don't know, six months ago. Hair was long. <laughs> My hair was long, so not too long ago. <laughs> Um, I remembered the thing that I was struggling with was not wanting to sell, sell. Right. Um, and I think I talked about this in the video, but when I was able to see that sales was actually the thing that gave me everything that I wanted, it really just flipped things on its head for me. Because um, I already knew how to sell like. It, that wasn't the issue. I had hired three different coaches on selling because I was like, I just, I'm not good at it. But it wasn't the technical aspects of it. It was the belief that was making me not want to do it. So when you're looking at how it does give you the things you want, does that give you, an, and it's okay if the answer is no, it just means more digging, but do those things give you enough resolution to want to bust through that belief? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Um, we had something we were gonna talk about today. It was about you putting on a children's festival or having that discussion. Yep. One for the recording, two to make sure my memory is serving me correctly. Will you give me a recap of how that came about and what you would like help with around it? So um, it came about because I felt like it was maybe a step that would take me in the direction that I really wanted to go into mm -hmm. um, and help me make you know like some of those connections and stuff that I would definitely need later. And um, so I reached out to our local, it's like a botanical garden, but there's no inside part, it's just outside. Um, and asked them if they would be interested in chatting about something like that, maybe help, you know, plant, host, being the host of it. Um, and they said yes. And we made a meeting for next Wednesday at 10 um, to talk about what that might look like. Um, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that you have definitely all committed to this thing and whatever, but you're having a, you're having a discussion about what you both want it to look like to see if your visions match. Yeah, pretty much. Essentially. Seeing if collaboration um, makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but collaborations is one of my favorite visibility activities. Um, because the way that I choose to do business and teach my clients to do business is very relationship connection based and what better way to get in front of more people than modeling that with another person who has a similar audience to you. Um, but also on top of that, it's almost like 
the person that you're collaborating with is recommending you, right. which is one of the strongest ways to get, I'm going to call them warm leads, as opposed to someone just finding you from scrolling on Instagram or whatever. Right, right. So I love that you are already going this direction. It's amazing. What would be the most helpful for me to help guide you through today? Um, or, or do you know? Maybe don't, that's okay too. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I know. Like I've already kind of developed a list of like potential activities that we could offer. Um, uh, and, and performances that maybe we could bring in, you know? Um, I have a good friend out in New Hampshire who's a storyteller and goes all, he goes all over the place. So like he would be a good lead to find somebody that's close um, to us that he knows is, you know, is good. Um, you know, and I've already kind of thought about ways that if it goes really well, this is how we could expand it next year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and kind of thinking about you know, like what kind of spaces we would need in order to um, uh, keep it kind of flowy, I guess. And so you're already um, kind of in the logistical phase in your mind. A little bit, because I wanna, I wanna, I don't wanna go in there and be like, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so. One of the ways that I recommend starting that collaboration conversation is asking them like, what is, well, two things, I guess. One, do you have a particular vision for this already or are you open to wanting to hear mine? Okay. Um, and then the other being, what is the main thing that you want to get out of this like why what is your motivation for putting it on in the first place me or them them and also you knowing yours right okay because I've done a lot of collaborations and I learned at some point I don't remember the exact moment but I was putting in all this work to Usually it's like a class or something that I give to my audience for free that someone else puts on. So I have to make a landing page and a welcome email and a register this and a blah, 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 putting in all of this time and energy into it. But then at the end of it being like, what am I getting out of it? What did I get out of this? <laughs> like, yes, I wanted to give something valuable to my audience. but what do I get out of it? <laughs> and that's not a selfish thing to ask. That's like a very realistic, this is a business. It's transactional. What do I want? So let's, let's figure out the answer to that question for yourself really quickly or however long it takes. What do you want? Like, how do you see this benefiting you? And how can we work that in to the proposal so benefiting me personally um 
A, I get the audience that would be most interested in my work, what mm -hmm. I do. Um, B, I make more connections, you know, in my local area. Um, in the future, I can see building a stage and doing a, a staged performance of one of my shorter kids plays, you know, outside. Mm -hmm. um, so then getting my foot in the door there too. Um, so, I mean, those are three things right off the top of my head. Sure. So I think the two biggies that you need to go in there with are here are the things I'm looking to get out of this. I want to make connections in the local community. And I know that this is a great way to do this because it's really helpful for them to understand your motivation as well. And then um, the second one you said, well, you said the stage, but that's kind of like a down the line thing. And the second thing you said was get in front of an audience that will resonate with my work. So when you say that, yes, this is the right audience for your work, of course, but how are they going to know that you have work and that what you, that they like what you make, like that oh, has to yeah. get worked in there. Yeah. Cause what's yeah. your vision for that? Besides performers and activities, um, I was going to try to get vendors that make things that also kind of fit within, you know, the, the parameters, especially if it's um, geared toward kids. So other authors, people who make toys, um, handmade toys, um, that kind of stuff. That's, that's Let saying. me ask you a different question. What are you wanting to get their eyes on? Is it your uh, illustrations? Is it, and, um, and your book. So would you have in, I mean, in your mind, we haven't talked to them yet. In your mind, would you have a booth or something there? Like how, okay, gotcha. Um, hopefully a prominent one because you're doing all the work. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I don't feel like either of those are any sort of hard ask or conflict of interest. Like it should have no bearing on whether or not they decide that they want to do that. Right. Um, and we can't really predict what the thing is that they're going to want out of it. I can guess, and I bet you would probably come up with the same guess as me that they just wanna do something fun for their community and they want their brand to be at the center of it. Well, um, they're also associated with, um, with Michigan State University. So I'm sure they would want some kind of educational uh, bent on it, you know? Yeah, which makes it more interesting in my opinion. <laughs> oh yeah, they could totally, you know, have one of their experts talk about, you know, like, um, the plants that grow there that are used in fairy tales or Ooh. witches spells. Can I come? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I want to come. That sounds so good. Uh, botanical gardens mixed with magic. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So in my opinion, it's good to come in with ideas and um, 
how it might look, but going too far down that rabbit hole doesn't leave a whole lot of room for them coming in saying, maybe, maybe you're totally wrong and they don't give crap about education, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, let's just pretend they come out of left field and they're like, well, we wanna enroll students for Michigan State. Um, then it's gonna look, the collaboration will look a lot different than whatever you were envisioning before, but you, the main goal is to make sure your two whys meet their why and the vision overlaps at all. Okay. And I, I mean, it's, it's common sense and I feel like you probably already have this, but I just want to put it in the forefront of your mind that that is the main goal here. Right. Okay. Um, so back to your booth. You said you want to feature your book and your illustrated art. And I know that yesterday we had talked about um, kind of still trying to figure out if we're going the making stuff ourselves route or the having somebody else print it route. What's your vision there? Are you thinking like products or are you thinking original art or do you, do you know yet? So um, most of the time when I set up an art booth, it is, uh, I have original art hanging. I also mm -hmm. have prints available for some of them and lots of cards and stickers. Stickers sell like wildfire. Uh, <laughs> I imagine that yeah uh so that's usually what my booth looks like now last year when I did the renaissance festival um I made some um some of these really cute like foresty kind of pixie hat vests for kids Ew. but I, I you know I can make them up to adult sizes as well um so I, I would really like to make some of that stuff too and kind of see how it gets accepted. Um, yeah. So almost like they become the characters wearing the costume. Mm -hmm. I mean, that seems like such a good fit. But also, one of my concerns is that, uh, how do I say this? You are making a good enough profit for the work you are putting in. Right. And that sounds very labor intensive, is that correct? It takes about two and a half hours to make a single vest, yeah. Maybe a little bit less if it's a little bit smaller, but um, I made vests for all my kids for Christmas and yeah, it took about two and a half hours per vest. And what about material cost? About what would that be? Right, so for the little ones, I've actually been um, recycling uh, wool from mm -hmm. a local reuse it shop. And cool. um, my best friend's son works there. So in the summer, he just grabs it all because they're just gonna throw it away. They don't sell it in the summer. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> um, so that does keep the costs 
down um, for a lot of them. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, that is also one of my, um, one of my things about it is making sure that it, it, I'm not spending more money to make them than I'm bringing in. Right. Um, well, and time, there's, there's two factors to it. There's how much time does it take and how much money does it cost you? And my I guess is because you're using recycled, exactly. Um, if it's recycled, it's not costing much, but that's probably adding more time to it because then you have to like figure out how to cut it and blah, blah, blah. Um, so if it took you two and a half hours, what would you charge for it? Right. So a lot of, some other people make the same type of vest from this company. And they're selling them for like $85 or that's okay. what they have listed for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How does that feel for you? Um, I mean, I, this is where I have trouble because I would look at it and say, well, I can make that. I'm not paying $85 for that. Um, but as the person making it, I think, well, between my time and the materials, like that seems like not quite enough. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So it's not always about making them match because they don't always match. Right. Sometimes it's about changing the process a little bit so that it only takes me an hour or an hour and a half. Sometimes it's about finding a way to not spend so much on the materials, which you already did. Um, it might be that the idea is there, but instead of making a vest, because it's gonna take you two and a half hours, you go the same idea, but you find out that people really like hats and hats only take you so long in that that ends up matching. Right. So it's a little bit of playing with it to get it to be the point that meets where they're willing to pay the amount and you're willing to accept that amount and not even willing, but happy to accept that amount. Yeah, so the one thing I, yeah, um, is I inherited a, uh, um, oh my gosh, the word just went out of my head. Um, a special type of sewing machine that oh serger <laughs> oh mm. so I got it I have my mom's serger I don't know how to use it um and it probably needs to be cleaned but that was my thought was maybe go to the local sewing center learn how to use it um make sure it's all in working order and whatever and don't line the vests you know yeah. that would save me a ton of time which do they really care if the my guess, right? and again, I'm predicting here, I don't have facts, but my <laughs> guess is that they would want the thing to be part of the experience, almost like going to the circus and you pay $20 for the little lights that go like this, and you're like, this is crap, I'm going to throw this away when I get home, but you want it for the circus. Right. Um, so what is that version right. that you can make? Mm -hmm. so yeah unlined but uh, and and I could also use lighter materials you know I, I wouldn't have to use wool 
if I've got a right. surgery. Um, yeah, so, and, and, you know, maybe choosing two or three materials and buying a whole bolt of it when I can get a 50% off Joanne's coupon or, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, what, and don't take this offensively, please. What makes your vest special? Like what, if someone else had a vest down the road, what would be your thing? Or do you have so, Right. So I've had two thoughts on this. One, what already makes them special is that normally I do some kind of applique or embroidery or something on them that's mine, like my, mm -hmm. from my art. Yeah. Um, and the thing I had been thinking of is, you know, purchasing three or four fabrics that are my fabric designs, you know, uh, but I get those bolts printed and find the right place. And, and that sure sounds like it's getting way more expensive real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but the thing that I've been um, kind of playing with is I have a sublimation printer. Um, so the other thing I've been kind of playing with is, okay, what if I can make patches, you know, and sublimate the patches on a cheap polyester fabric, right? Um, and mm -hmm. and make a make a patch out of it, and that's what goes on the vest, and that's what makes it special. What's what? Explain that to me. What's a sublim sublimation printer? So um, it's basically. Do you know what a Cricut is? Yeah. Okay. So Cricut makes um, this thing called infusible inks. Okay. Okay. I don't so, know well, but okay. Well, sublimation is the same thing. It's just it's a particular ink that will embed itself in polyester fibers. Okay. Um, polyester is what it works best on. You can do it on cotton, but you have to spray it with this stuff. It's kind of stinky, and it's just not as bright as polyester. I absolutely hate polyester, but if I'm just making a batch, a you know, a badge out of it, then okay. <laughs> a fabric printer basically <laughs> basically <laughs> got it um i think i think your um little characters are adorable and i do think that that makes it more about the thing that you want to be making a business of and makes it special and adds value because they can't Maybe they could make the vest, but they can't make the animals or whatever you decide to put on there. Um, so one thought that I have for you is basically just making like three different designs of here's the, I'm again making this up, but here's the fox chasing the rabbit on this one and it's down in the lower left hand corner I know exactly where to put it every single time and here's one where the squirrels are finding the acorn I don't know um <laughs> but for a couple of different reasons one you can always take the patches off later if they don't sell two it would help you streamline a little bit so you're not like every single time thinking well what if I did this and this and this and Right. Being super cute about it, but taking up a lot more time. Um, and three, it would help you test designs. If one 
spells out and one doesn't get touched, you know, next time I'm definitely going to make that one. And how could I improve on it? I think I'll try a different one that's kind of like that, but a little bit different. Um, I love how you were so clear yesterday about your vision of wanting your art on things as opposed to like original art, which not saying there's one right way, but you felt very clear on that. And so I feel like I want to support you in that. And yes, you're going to hang up your art and yes, you're going to have prints and stickers, but like, what else can we do? We've got the vest. Is there anything else that you would like to try out as a product that you've been thinking about? Um, that maybe doesn't require so much of your time? Well, I mean, swaddle blankets are really easy, but how many swaddle blankets do people need? That's always my I, question. I had a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were real cute. I couldn't get rid of them. They are real cute. <laughs> um, yeah, so swaddle blankets, um, those don't take a lot of time. Just just the pixie hat, you know, um, those are super easy and done like that. Um, Let me ask you a different question mm -hmm. because I think you're thinking very practically, which I can definitely appreciate, but I want you to think like, like your neighborhood city idea. Like you got real excited about that. Is there anything product wise that is not Maybe it's practical, maybe it's not, but is there anything that gets you really like, I want to try it, but I don't know if I can do it, but ah, but uh, one of those moments. Um, I don't think so. Okay, just keep that in the back of your mind because sometimes when you ask for things like, what is this thing that I want to make? And you just keep it there for a while, then it comes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that made sense, but maybe. My subconscious can chew on it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you just pulled this out of the drawer. <laughs> um, Light your mom on fire, please. It's for my candles. I, uh, <laughs> I'm obsessive when I'm working and I'm not doing it right now, but I have winter, summer, spring, fall. Um, so when is this festival proposedly going to happen? Yeah, I mean, that's something that we'll probably talk about. I would like it to happen when it's not unbearably hot. Mm -hmm. I think vests, and hats would sell better if it was cooler. Sure. Um, I mean, so, that's another layer to that too. Right. Um, so I don't know whether to propose it in like early May or, mm -hmm. you know, do we go, you know, more into early October? Um, Cause sometimes September around here is still super hot. You just never know. It can be cool. It can yeah. be so, you know, or do, do we go into October? Um, yeah. With your vision, 
would it be possible to do it March or would that be like May? <laughs> make you crazy. May, May, whatever. Would um, that make you crazy? I mean, yeah, I could definitely make it happen. I might be a little crazy by then, but, <laughs> but yeah, I can make it happen, especially if I don't like completely stress myself out about, you know, having a thousand vests made or sure. you're going to have what you have. I'll have what I have. Exactly. Um, also just another thought, uh, costumes, Halloween, right. That. Oh, those would be such cute Halloween costumes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, may I suggest inviting friends and making them hats and vests to wear so they can say, oh, I got that over there. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> because I'd be that, where'd you get that? Right, right. <clears throat> you want to hear it? Well, it's in my ear right now. <laughs> Other ear, this one. I guess Daisy's not going to make it today. Should I check on her? Um, Instagram. Hey, girl, just checking in on you because we are having our pod meeting right now. And it's totally okay if you can't come, but if maybe you forgot or something, we've got 30 more minutes. Talk to you soon. Um, Daisy, mm -hmm. her thing is festivals. She loves to do festivals. Um, and I don't know if you Googled her or not, but she does a lot of, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, hold on. What's her last name? Dickinson, Daisy Ann Dickinson. She's kind of been trying to evolve a little bit as well. She's kind of nailed this style that people love, but she's getting bored with it. And she kind of wants to go to the other extreme right now. So we're kind of figuring that stuff out. Um, hmm. Okay, so I feel like, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like we kind of covered everything that needs to be covered with that until you have that meeting. What do you think? Mommy. Yeah, we're missing anything? I'm mommy. You gotta be quiet if you're gonna be in here, okay? <laughs> um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about today? Um, I had a couple of questions. I don't know if this is the right time. Yep. Now's the, now's the perfect time. Okay. Cause unless Daisy shows up, you get the whole hour and we just <laughs> talked about what we were going to talk about. So we got more time to kill. Um, where should I start with these planners? Mm, good question. The daily planner page is the most important. There's a lot in the planners because I every time I learn something that I need to share <laughs> it tends to get stuck in the planner 
<laughs> so um, you should, the, the sheet that you were working on yesterday, I don't know if you saw that or not, but those are in the master planner. The reason why I did that is because it doesn't always tend to just go away. And sometimes you need to refresh yourself. So having it all in one place is nice. But what do you need to know about the daily planner? Um, so I wasn't really asking you. I was asking myself, but I'm happy to have you ask me a question. Oh. <laughs> um, I guess um, just give me like the your definitions. Um, yeah, sure. Hi, baby. Okay. So also. Some people, and I don't know that this is you or not, but some people are like, I don't know exactly what to do. Right. And so I'm just not going to do anything. Oh, no, that's not me. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I want you to do as much as you can. And if something doesn't make sense yet, don't worry about it okay. because we will get there and I can explain things to you as we go. But um, the month's focus <clears throat> up here. What you are working on right now is create a process. That is your month focus. Okay. The winter, spring, summer, fall. Don't worry about that yet. We, I kind of mentioned that during our call yesterday, but also I said, this is kind of bonus. I don't think it's the top priority thing for you to learn right now. So we're not gonna go there. Um, the money affirmation is the thing that you did during that dream life meditation. What did, what was yours, by the way? Um, mine was. Um, I am a creative powerhouse. My life is full of wonder, beauty, family, and joy. And I inspire others to have the same. Awesome. Um, goals. I don't necessarily have a training there. I just kind of think about either what are the things that I want to remember like if um I hear something really inspirational and I need to like really sink it in I'll write that there every day or maybe I have a really particular goal at that moment like I want to increase my email list by 500 people by such and such date or um it might be let's see what are some of mine mm -hmm. Um, I want to set up an email swap. I want to um, finish my consistent income curriculum. I circled, and this is something I'll teach you as well, but uh, I wrote down leads first and I circled it because it's really easy to let the money-making activities go to the bottom of your list. And so what I mean by that in, in my goals is uh, the first thing that I do every day is go check my sheet, see if there's any leads I need to follow up with, and then I can go about my, the rest of my day. Um, I wrote down strong over skinny because I've been doing a workout program where I want to um, get strong. Like, And yes, it helps me lose weight. But that's not my main motivation. It's my main motivation is to get strong. I wrote down um, keep getting better with money. And I also wrote down name and systematize my sales and lead habits. So those are the last goals that I wrote down. And then I tend to stick with them for a while 
I'll just go to the page before and copy them. And it just helps keep them front of mind. Um, eventually one won't feel important to me and I'll stop writing it down and I'll add one. And then sometimes it'll be like a new year and I'll go, you know what? I want new goals and I'll just write all new ones. So that's very loosey goosey, but it's just more about what is your top priorities. Um, on the energetic refill and momentum booster. If you go back, say stop this. Can you hop down? Go get your trains. No. If you go back a couple pages to where it says plan your week, uh -huh. there is a brief overview of all of those. Looks like this. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, there are also videos to match those. If you want to watch them, they're in the curriculum. You don't necessarily need to, but maybe you decide, you know what? I'm going to choose easy button this week. So I'm going to go watch that video and figure out what that means. Okay. Okay. Um, face of fear. So generally this has to do with the thing that you wrote down, which was something about being selfish. I don't know the exact wording that you used, but finding a way to write that under face of fear so that when you're thinking about planning your day in your art, your marketing, your relationships, your things for yourself, any or all of those, is there some way that you can face that fear today? It's kind of like shock therapy. <laughs> The more you do it, the easier it gets and the more it goes away. Um, cash in yesterday, quarter sales, wins yesterday. Those are pretty self-explanatory. I will touch on wins yesterday. You've probably heard this a million times, but the more you can write down the good things that are happening, the more the good things happen, which is why I added that section like, we really need to keep a handle on all of this and we need to pay attention to our money and we need to pay attention to our wins and all of the things. Uh, appointments today, again, self-explanatory, but if I can just write down whatever is on the schedule for the day, you may or may not choose to go into that time block calendar that we made and look and see like at eight o'clock, I start this, at 10 o'clock, I start this, or it might just be, do I have an actual appointment today? You decide. Important urgent and not important urgent. Those two sections, you're gonna be doing those at the beginning of your day. That's where we put it in your calendar. But whenever you think of something like, oh, I need to renew my LLC and have to make that doctor's appointment and I gotta pay this bill and I gotta, whatever the stuff that like clogs up your brain instead of going and trying to get those done we put them in that section the next time we have one of those time blocks we conquer if it ends up in the not important and urgent section i generally just don't do it <laughs> like i don't care i don't have enough time for you um on the back there's three sections you can use or not use um, yes, Ted. You want your band-aid off? Sure. <laughs> um, ideal art buyers, like that section is 
if I have someone I'm thinking about and I need to remember at some point during the day to do something with them, whether it's write them on my list or whether it's follow up with them or whether it's send them a nice note or whatever it is. Um, sometimes I will use that as a note section to put their names in. Other times I'll just go to my spreadsheet and do it. Depends where I'm at. Notes. I always need a place to write, thanks. <laughs> um, and then I have a reflection question that's different uh, every 30 days or so. I mean, um, like there's 30 days of the same question or maybe there's 90 days, I don't remember. Anyway, um, if you need journal props, if you're a journaling kind of person, a lot of my clients are, that's kind of your business reflection time. Does that all make sense? Is there anything else I want you, I, I really, if you chose to do one more thing, it would be the weekly planning page. Okay. Looks like this. Um, essentially, you would write down your time blocks and your appointments in here. If you have a focus that you want to do that day, you can write that up here. Oh. I got rid of that section. Just kidding. That says date, whatever. Um, and then also deciding what your energetic practice is going to be and your momentum booster is going to be. And for now, just skip the bottom section. Okay. I am very big on managing energy, meaning not workaholicing. And it's something I have to fight like constantly. But if I make conscious decisions of here's the time I'm taking off, here's what I'm going to do to make sure I am fueling my brain and my body and all of those things, that's what I really mean by energetic practice. And so some people will do that in the morning. Some people will do it throughout the day, like when they take a five minute break, if they chose dance, maybe they'll have like a one song dance break to fuel them back up, like whatever that is for you. Um, some people do like a 30 minute energetic practice and then little mini ones throughout the day. However works best for you, you probably want to play with it and see what works best for you make your best guess and decide how you want to do it to start all right and you can make up your own you don't have to use mine <laughs> i just right. wanted to give you some inspiration the relationship marketing is just like that one-on-one -on -one marketing sending the emails out to companies i think my my work would fit with and or sending an email out to my email list or something like that right email to list no email to person yes okay right. so um i don't expect you to like go watch every video yet but um i do want to just show you something i did write it down because i just looked at my notes there is a section on relationship marketing okay and I have a little cheat sheet. What do I do during my nurture time? 
Um, so here's a sample follow-up schedule, but we don't need that right now. What I'm trying to show you is this. So we're making invitations. We're telling people, hey, I'm putting on this really cool event. You should come. And then the day before, reminding them or... Um, Again, I'm not going to go what, over what all this means, but it'll give you some sort of idea. The following up with leads thing goes there. Um, trying to start a relationship with somebody or sending out those emails that we talked about yesterday. Um, sending that foot in the door email. There it is. Uh, sending a video like, hey, it was really nice to meet you. Or, hey, thanks for subscribing. Or, hey, it was so cool when you said, blah, 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 I just wanted to like say hello or whatever. Um, if you got a new email subscriber and you wanted to personally welcome them, like anything that's a one-on-one -on -one moment, there may be a couple of exceptions to that, but that's the easiest way to think about it. Um, the other thing you might look at is this, let's put it in here. So you're not like, where the heck was that? Because it's over-organized. Clients. Oh, you're at the top. Look at. What do I do during nurture time? And then also, this is also in your planner because this is something I um, refer to a lot. Um, thinking about Do you have someone that you consider like a best friend? So if you wanted to make their day, what would you do? Uh, I would take her dinner that she didn't have to make herself. <laughs> awesome. So that's very, very thoughtful. So that's kind of like a acts of service. So that might be your love language. I don't know. Have you ever read that book before? The five love languages? I haven't read it, but called. I'm familiar with yeah, what yeah. you're talking about. So acts of service will probably be your default one that will make you feel like I am showing love to this person. Um, conversation starters are essentially that. It's you showing your form of love to someone that maybe you've met and maybe you haven't, but engaging with them in a way that is real and genuine to you. And when I say acts of service, the immediate default is, oh God, I have to go make dinner for everyone and somehow figure out how to ship it to them and all of that. But that's not necessarily what I'm saying here. <laughs> and also knowing at some point, we will make a nurture sequence for you. We are not getting there yet. <laughs> but um, knowing that some things you're going to do are going to be small and thoughtful and quick, and some things are going to be bigger gestures. And it just kind of depends 
what is needed at the time. Yeah, I, I just did something like this the other day, actually. It's not out knowing that that's what this was. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Oh, so um, one of the writers that I hired to write an essay, a personal essay for the magazine for the winter, she is um, trying to become a comedian. And she's really funny. Her, her, her writing is great. So I got a Indeed um, like job posting notice. And one of them was they were looking for a comedian that would be good for like senior audiences or whatever. So I sent her an email like, sorry for the email from my personal <laughs> email, you know, um, but I thought of you when I when I thought of this or when I saw this and I just thought, you know, maybe you'd be interested. So I sent her the link or whatever. She came back and um, was like, oh, yeah, you know, thank you. And then also I want to buy a copy of your picture book, you know, and I want you to sign it. So I'm like, OK, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And yes, and it doesn't always work that quickly. But um, <laughs> at some point, I'll ask you to make, well, maybe I did already. I don't think I did, but make a list of what I call ideal heart buyers. And <clears throat> once we make that, it's much easier to think about, like, who do I want to nurture and prioritize and spend time on? Because otherwise, it's just like this endless void of people out in the world, and you do one thing for each of them, and that's your whole life. And like, so we'll get there. But um, for now, because of what we talked about, our focus is all of the same stuff, but for those people that you are trying to nurture into buying your patterns. Yes. Right. Patterns as well. Like, but, you know, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that feel clear enough for the moment? Yes. Okay. And as you do it, of course, more specific questions will come up. So um, at that point, you could bring them to office or not officers because we're doing pod, um, bring them to the pod or uh, Slack, okay. depending on when you need the answer. Yep. All right. Um, cool. This was fun. I wish Daisy had been able to make it so you guys could meet, but there's time. Yep. <laughs> and it was lovely talking to you. You as well. Thank you very much for your time. Can you, can you say bye to Miss Jennifer? Bye. Bye, cutie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you need to, I don't think you will, but if you need to reference anything that we talked about, Becky will have this recording up in a couple of days so you can go back and do whatever you want. Oh, I do have one final question for you um, because I've been trying to label what each of the recordings yeah. are about. So you know what you want to listen to, what you don't. What was your biggest takeaway from this call? Oh, um... What is that for mom? Or what do you feel like you learned? <laughs> um, I guess you can just label it like, um, um, I don't know, like my first limiting belief breakthrough or something. 
okay. like that. Limiting belief breakthrough, Mama. and then maybe also um, Mama. festival plans. Festival plans, yeah. Okay, I will, I gotta go write that down now before Mama. I forget. Just a second, baby. <laughs> Uh, you can go if you want, but I have to write it down or I will forget. Mama. What, so Teddy? I will I blow that out. Yes, you can blow it out. But oh, well, actually, I'll see you tomorrow at 12. No, no, that's next week. Yes, we moved it to next week. Yep, but next Tuesday, 12 p.m., fill cup, fill your cup. Uh, Next Tuesday, fill your cup. Um, if If you're interested, we're... I don't normally do something like this, but I had a couple requests. And so um, I decided to do a really specific training on Pinterest. Yeah, I love Pinterest. So, yeah. Um, consistent and Okay, first limiting belief and festival goals. But my festival plans because you're not um, you're putting it on. It's not just going to a festival. Okay, cool. All right, thank you very much. You are welcome. We will talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.